Welcome back to the Good Life Podcast. I'm so excited and it is so time to be doing this again. So if you didn't already know, my name is Asia. I am the host of the Good Life Podcast. The Good Life Podcast has been around for about a year and a half, but probably only live and active for half of that. It started as a podcast with me and my best friend Biba, but we weren't able to do it together after I temporarily moved to Arkansas last year to be closer to my then boyfriend, um, who is now my husband, and we're living in California again, but now Biba is in Hawaii, so it really just doesn't make sense to do it together anymore as much as I would absolutely love that. And if you've been following along, you probably were witness to around this time last year, I think I changed the name to The Reset. And this was just because with the transition of no longer doing it together, I wanted to kind of rebrand it because it just kind of felt weird to leave it the same, but it just didn't feel right. And after a few weeks after changing the name, I still hadn't gotten around to recording any podcasts. and. I honestly just wasn't motivated to do it. I really, really, really loved what we had going beforehand. And it was just a little bit discouraging to have this full rebrand. And in my head, it had to be so different. But I think in reality, I'm setting those rules for myself for absolutely no reason. And I have since decided just to keep the original name, The Good Life, because it is really true to what I want this podcast to be about. I want it to be a mix of life and just things that happen you know day to day but i also really want to start weaving in my photography business and education it doesn't feel fully true to me to have a podcast solely on photography and business and education and leave out like just life things things that happen day to day because if i'm being honest the reason i have this job the reason i built my business is so that i can have the freedom in my life to do the things i want to do and to travel the places i want to travel and make my own schedule so if i constrict this part of my life to feel so like okay i have to do an i can only do episodes on things that are related to photography and creative businesses then i'm doing myself a disservice because the whole reason i'm I have that in the first place is so that I can enjoy my life. So that is what this podcast is going to be on. I'm going to have episodes both. They're going to be a wide range of topics. I will label them so that they're clear. If you're only interested in education, then for sure, only listen to those episodes. But if you're only interested in like life and fun things, then just listen to those or you can listen to both. Obviously, I would love that. Also, I need to silence my phone. I'm so sorry. I wanted to go ahead and give a second introduction, um, lay a bit of groundwork, if you will, before we dive into different episodes. Before you listen to the rest of the episodes, if you're listening to this one, here's just a little bit of who I am. So I am a full-time wedding couples and lifestyle brand photographer living in Southern California, currently living in Orange County with my husband, my dog, and my cat. We love California so much. He was originally from all over the place. He grew up in Germany. I grew up here in San Diego and we met in Texas when I was shooting a wedding, um, his twin brother's wedding actually, which I can dive more into that later. We met in Texas while I was shooting a wedding and then I moved to Arkansas to avoid doing long distance. Um, spent four months there, moved back to California. He followed me out here and then he proposed um, and the rest is history. We got married last year in September and it has been a wild ride, such an amazing adventure. I love him so much and he's just the greatest blessing. 
I have been doing photography for a little over, oh my gosh, like seven years now. I've been full-time for four years. I went full-time right before COVID, so brilliant timing on my part. But like a lot of photographers, I really just tried to roll with the punches and tried to be flexible with the structure of my business so that I could stay afloat. After I realized my business wasn't doomed, I actually started getting a lot of inquiries, so much that I wasn't able to keep up back in 2021, and I actually ended up hiring a bit of an associate team. I think I had three associates to start with, and they really, they didn't shoot a ton of stuff for me, but they did shoot a few weddings and a few shoots here and there, and that was such a cool thing. Like, back then, it wasn't quite as popular as it was, as, as it is now, and I think that was the time in my business when I realized that there's a lot of opportunity, and there's a lot of things that I can do to expand this and to to grow and to have more time for myself and to serve more clients and to serve them well because I had a cool process and I knew that my clients were enjoying like, the service that they were receiving and I didn't want to keep saying no to these inquiries that were coming in because I was doing the math and at the end of the month I was losing so much income. I guess not like losing the income but I was having to turn it down and turn it away and not able to serve those clients. I really wanted to find a way to say yes, but also not just to say yes, but to continue to serve them in the way that I would be serving them if I were to shoot the wedding myself. So that is when my associate team was born. I still only work with a few associates now. It's not anything drastic, but I do hope to expand that in the future because it has made such a huge difference in my business. But let's rewind just a little bit um, back to how I got started in photography. I went to college at San Diego State University in California and I studied graphic design. I actually hopped around a few different majors before that. I think I got into college as like a child development major and then switched to um, exercise science because I really was interested in science. I still am, but to be honest, I'm just, I don't have, like that side of the, my brain is not is not it for me. I'm definitely more of a creative-brained person. Um, and as much as I love learning, I really love learning about so many things. I love history. I love science. Um, I'm definitely more of a creative person. And so when I realized that, I actually switched my major to graphic design and ended up graduating with my bachelor's in art with an emphasis in graphic design. When I was in college, I did take one photography class and I don't know. I did not like it. I didn't like it at all. I thought the techniques that I was learning and the equipment and the programs that we were learning how to use were just not relevant. I hadn't really gotten into photography a ton before that, but I did have like, I think a Canon Rebel T6i that was a gift for Christmas that I'd gotten a few years before taking that class. And so I dabbled a little bit, played with Lightroom a little bit, kind of got the idea of how to use like presets a little. I think I just like was using the ones that came with Lightroom. And so I kind of had a little bit of experience with photography in the digital world. Um, so when I took this photography class, which was a digital photography course, we were using programs. They were Adobe programs, but we were using a lot in like Adobe Bridge and Camera Raw. And I think maybe some photographers use that. I think those are great programs, but I personally do not use those in my business. And I, I really just did not learn much from that class. I think the coolest thing that I learned or the coolest thing that we did was going into the campus darkroom and getting to see how film was developed. I really, really loved that. 
And we got to do one really cool project where we got to partner up with, I think, two or three other people and do like a portrait project. And we got to dress up. I think one girl brought like a feather bow to class and this other dude brought like a faux fur jacket and zebra stripe. And it was just so outrageous and crazy. And we got to run around campus and take these fun portraits of each other. And I think that's when I realized that I wanted to do people photography. At first, I think I had been intimidated with posing people and directing and Honestly, I was so, so shy up until maybe mid-college. I just like the idea of having to be responsible for like somebody else in front of a camera was just terrifying to me. But this photography class, that one project did kind of open my mind to understand that, that it doesn't have to be super intimidating and that really all you're doing at the end of the day is having fun with it and being creative and as long as you can have a conversation with someone and just be on the same level as them it's going to be fine so shortly after that i started taking grad photos for people um that exploded all of a sudden i had like i was full i think i remember I remember one year I was trying to like study for finals and balance editing all of these shoots and like the time that i was that I should have been using to study or to do homework, even though, I mean, it was graphic design class, so I just had a lot of projects due at the end of the semester. Instead of doing those, I was like running around campus um, taking grad photos, and it was, I just remember being so overwhelmed and just coming to a point when I was like, I don't want to just be doing grad photos anymore. I want to maybe shoot like one or two weddings a month. I think that would be such a better like use of my time because instead of shooting like 15 or 20 grad shoots in a month for I think I was charging like 100, maybe 150 if I was feeling real confident, um, I could be doing weddings for a higher price point and a lot less time in person. Also, I do just want to say grad photos and senior photos have come a long way since what they were when I was in college. I did every single one of those shoots on campus in front of this building called Hepner Hall. If you went to San Diego State, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you had a grad shoot at grad season in like April or May at San Diego State, there would be a line of like, no joke, 40 to 50 people and their photographers just waiting to use Hebner Hall. And if you didn't time that correctly, like sometimes people would be waiting for like three hours just to get five to 10 photos in front of this crazy, stupid little building. And it was just getting so monotonous and so repetitive. I was so sick. I think after the second year or third year of doing grad photos, I just cold turkey stopped doing them because I was just getting so bored and so just creatively sick and drained. Um, And that is what spurred my desire to start shooting couples and weddings. At that time, I remember I was only following a few creatives. I think India Earl was one of them. Um, One of my friend's friends, her name was Brie. Um, She had a photography business and she still does. She still does like the most beautiful work. Um, I was following her and maybe a couple of other people. And I just remember looking at their work and thinking like, wow, that is so beautiful. It is not posed. It like speaks to you. It tells a story. You're documenting these moments for people that are some of the happiest moments in their life that they've had up until that point. And I wanted to do that. I wanted to figure out if I could make something of that if I would like that. So I started shooting engagement photos for, I think some of the same people I shot grad photos for, they just like 
you know, life happened. They got engaged and eventually those same people got married. So that some, some of those were the first weddings I ever shot. But I don't know if anyone can relate to this. I am so embarrassed to tell this story, but you know, it happens to the best of us, especially when it's your first wedding. I shot my very first wedding on all JPEG. Um, I knew what raw was. I knew you're supposed to shoot in raw. I think I was so anxious. I hired two second shooters so that I wouldn't be alone. I just like got so scared that I was going to mess up. I really didn't even need one second shooter. They didn't hire second shooters. I just like hired them out of my own pocket and had them come with. They shot in raw and I accidentally shot the whole wedding in JPEG. So you can imagine my horror when I got home and tried to edit these wedding photos. Um, just I made it work and I don't think the couple ever knew. I hopefully they never try to blow those photos up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I don't even think I charged much. I think I maybe charged $500 for that wedding. So we've come a long way. But if any of you guys have stories like that, please let me know. I think I'm going to do like a horror stories episode one day in the future. But yes, that was the grand kickoff to my wedding photography career. Over time, as I started taking on a lot more weddings and hired my associate team, I started to feel like having my photography business, which at the time was Asia Lene Photography, um, it didn't feel right to have it as my name when I had an associate team, which I know a ton of photographers who have associate teams and their brand is their name, and I think that's awesome. For me, I really wanted it to be separate from myself. I don't know why. I just like, I <laughs> I don't know if this is going to sound woo-woo, but I don't really like to define, like identify myself or define myself as one thing. Like, I don't think, I, like, if somebody asks me what I do, I don't say I'm a wedding photographer. I say I do wedding photography. It's not like who I am is to be a wedding photographer. I love it and I have such a passion for it and I think I will for the rest of my life in some capacity and in some way, but I also love so many other things. I love traveling with my husband. I love history, like I said. I love just thinking of businesses and creating ideas. I love designing. I used to sketch like clothes. I have notebooks and notebooks full of like clothing designs from when I was a kid and in high school and I think some in college. I love to write. I love graphic design. I love Jesus. My husband and I dream almost every single day about ways that we just like dream of serving in the future and ways that we want God to work through us in different ways throughout our life. So because of that, I just didn't feel, I felt weird having it as my name. That's really the whole story to it. So I changed it maybe a year and a half ago to South of June, which is my business name. And that's what I shoot all of my weddings under. That's what like all of my business that's going to be anything to do with photography is going to fall under South of June, but it is me and my team as small as it is or as big as it is it'll vary over the years but south of june is me i am south of june but asia is somebody who likes a lot of different things so that's why it's not my name i have a lot of goals and visions in mind for what i want south of june to become i really really want to start inching a little bit more towards education i have led two workshops with my friend Biba in the past. We did Romer's workshop together twice. We did one in Laguna and then another one on Oahu in Hawaii. And it was seriously the most fun and the most rewarding thing. And we didn't do that anymore after I moved to Arkansas, but I 
always really wanted to continue doing that. It just wasn't the time. I just didn't feel like I was in the right place in my life to do something like that. I knew we knew we wanted to get married and I knew that probably wasn't going to be far off. And so instead of trying to juggle a workshop and a podcast and shooting all the weddings I already had and planning a wedding and getting married and going on a honeymoon and then being in the thick of wedding season, I thought I would just like wait and take it easy and reevaluate once life kind of chilled out a little bit, which that brings us to right now. So that is my photography journey. I feel like I probably left some things out by accident. I'm sure they'll come out over the course of this podcast, but I really just wanted to leave you guys with a little bit of a reintroduction to who I am, some backstory on what I do and what I love so much enough to make a business out of and my dreams and my goals, which I do want to dive more into in the future. I do have a workshop in the works. Like I said, I wanted to do that and I have the dates for it. It's going to be August 28th through September 2nd of 2023. So mark your calendars. I haven't released more information than that just yet. Um, The email list will see that information first. So I would go hunt that down. If I were you, you can find it on my Instagram. I also just released a free couple session guide, which will only actually be free until Monday. So in two days. So chances are, if you're listening to this, it is not free anymore, but you can find that on my website. If you're interested, it is just pretty much like a condensed version of couple sessions and how I do them. It is a little bit of a walkthrough from pre-session to during the session and post-session even. Plus, it dives into my posing theory and gives you guys a little bit of, I guess, like tips and tricks to what I do to make my couples feel comfortable and to keep them looking and feeling really natural throughout the whole shoot. I know this was a pretty short episode, but I have a lot of topics and ideas in the works and I just wanted this episode to be pretty short, just like a little bit of like a, hey, we're back in business and I'm so excited about it. Um, So stay tuned. I'm going to be releasing the next one very, very soon. I don't have a schedule just yet as I'm recording this, but I'm thinking by the time this episode airs, there will be a schedule in place. So keep keep your eyes open, turn the notifications on, and I would love, love, love if you guys would rate the podcast if you like it give it a five out of five that helps so much um but yeah thanks so much for listening and i'll talk to you very soon